Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Yeah, welcome to Crime Club, the natural home for misdemeanors of a certain calibre, and where late at night misunderstandings occur. Who am I? Oh yeah, Jack Beaumont, a.k.a. the Shipman's Parkinson, a.k.a. True British Length. We've got two blokes this week. Uh, the first calls himself Pork Shoulder and is banned from Finland. You'll never guess why. The second is Dave and isn't currently banned from anywhere, to his knowledge. Quick jingle. It's Crime Club, you fucking back to front. Right, do you want a name? Pork shoulder. Pork shoulder. So what you got, mate? What do you want to kick off with? About story, how I get into cat smuggling. Cat smuggling? Yeah, cat. As in the animal, yeah? No, no. Cat is is like culture. Oh, it's like chewing tobacco. Yeah, chewing not tobacco, but sort of plant root, which like Somalians chewing. I've heard of this. It's like sort of coffee. Yeah. How do you smuggle cat? Where from and where to? From uh, United Kingdom to all over the world. Oh, so you get it in the UK and then you go take it elsewhere? Yeah. Okay. Um, where are you taking it to? Normally, the best, easiest countries used to be Scandinavian countries. At that time when I was doing it. But back in the day, you could like, bring it anywhere because government and police they still didn't know what, what is it exactly so yeah. there was no law for it what does it look like it's just like root like a root vegetable kind yeah of thing. vegetable green root like sort of stamp yeah just chew it and just so before we get into the details because I want to hit the details yeah. before we get into that when you chew it is it what's the kind of kick it get, gives you is it like it's a sort of like coffee rush or like sort of it's like caffeine s- yeah speed sort yeah yeah, of yeah. Thing. okay yeah yeah it keeps you like awake and you just like Doing stuff, you know, like not getting really tired. And so you're taking this to Scandinavia mostly? Yeah, I used to hit lots of countries like Norway, Sweden, uh, Denmark, then uh, Finland, Malta, where else? Went to Spain as well. Is the money good for doing this? At that time, it was good for me. I didn't work, I squat. So it's just like. For the whole year, I didn't need to look for a job. I was living from it. How many trips were you doing? How many like flights were you taking a week, for example? I was trying. I was like kind of smarter than other people because other people just fills the money and we just quickly start to travel almost every week because you can't cross the border and because 
everything being doing the dodgy way. They order, they book a tickets for you, first class, five star hotels, everything, and you're just like simple guy traveling with first class constantly in the kind of like it's raised the question why are you traveling there and so often and only staying for a couple of days but what I was used to do travel like maybe once two months once a month when they really needed money but doing so, big big yeah I used to carry two big luggages and plus one small one for the cabin full just only cut and so so you're saying these people are putting you up in hotels yeah 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 who are these people that you're working it's for? They're Somalian people. Shout outs to my Somali guys. <laughs> shout out to the Somalians. Yeah, yeah, big time. Thanks for bringing me in. But these are the guys that are organising the. Yeah, yeah. So basically, how did you meet them? I, it's a crazy story. I went to squad party once, and it was a really good party. It was like lovely vibe. It was like all sort of people from like local root boys, youth to like you know like hippie trans see trans ravers and stuff like that and it was some Somalian dudes and suddenly we just start to jump together have a chat and he's like yeah bless we start to drink vodka with him he, he find out that I'm from Eastern Europe can speak Russian and he was like yeah Russian Kalashnikov <laughs> so you're getting on you're getting on well yeah and then he said like oh I might have a couple jokes for you I Let's change swap numbers. The next day he gave me a ring. Boom. We start to work together. And so you go, you meet him, you get a suitcase full of cats. Yeah, yeah? so yeah, basically they call you and say, like, do you want to do this, that, tell you the price. And then they just book a ticket. You go there, you meet person at the airport, we pass you the luggage. That's it. How much, for a rough estimate of how much money you get for one Trip. For one trip, I used to get 500 quid and plus everything paid. Yeah. If, because they really liked me. If I get caught, normally, because before travel, I always do, used to do little research about the law. I'm going to the other country. Yeah. So I knew if I get caught, maximum I get like a couple of weeks in prison or, or fine or ban not to come to the country that's it mm. and they used to give me the money for the fines okay you're getting on the plane and you know that whatever if you get caught you know what's going to happen yeah it's nothing going to happen so you either get banned or you just pay the fine yeah, yeah. exactly okay. and like, I was thinking like some countries like probably I'm never going to come back you know one then they saw the country and that's it I'm done <laughs> I don't know I seen them Somali people like constantly chewing it and I thought like why why I, I wanted to know so I just like tried to eat it felt a little bit rushed but it was weird I don't know okay so it's kind of mild but keeps yeah, you up yeah. yeah okay so you met these Somali guys you're doing jobs for them and you're transporting it to different countries and stuff how long did that go on for probably a year then I employ people's people working for me so I used to take to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I used to like organize everything for them, get the money, pay them, keep some money for myself, and that's it. I don't need to travel anymore. How many people did you have doing that for you? Quite a few to go, like probably around ten. Yeah, and some, he... some people been caught and went to prison. Some good friend of mine, some girl, went to prison for two weeks. 
in Norway and she was in prison with like proper cocaine smugglers, rapists and stuff like that. How did she how did she do? Did she get out at some point or Yeah, she after two weeks she she came back home and she was pretty sad. So did she stop at that point? Or did yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she, she stopped. Probably wise. Because at that point, it was reaching that level where, where when we started to change the laws in the country, and we changed the law in UK. So it was illegal here. That's why we couldn't bring everywhere. Because it, it, was, it, it, it was legal in UK. It was legal, yeah, in, in UK. But then they when when did they change? Did they change the law? Did they make it illegal? can't tell you exactly yeah but probably 2011 12 so then it from then it's like there's no point doing it from the UK yeah obviously because like I don't want to go to prison for some stuff. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not worth it you know? so that's so kind of you've made in your head you're like I'm not I, I can do this I'm not going to go to prison because I pay the fine if it's a fine yeah, exactly. to, and or, because or, I knew I'm safe yeah so you're safe so it's kind of like there's no there's not that much danger yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's quite fine. That's why I was really into it. Yeah. Because I knew I'm not gonna get big sentence. I still make my money and I can travel for free. So what's next in the locker? Um, so what's yeah, your name again? Sorry, pork shoulder. Yeah, pork shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Aka, tell me what you want. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you got caught smuggling cat into Finland. Yeah, I've been caught in Finland in uh, in Norway. I've been what, so what, let's go Malta. to Finland. What happened? When you got caught in Finland. How did they catch you in Finland? Basically, the 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 plane landed. We got our bags in in um, the waiting area for your bag. Yeah. Uh, I noticed that there is two people waiting for us. So once I just left the baggage, but then the next time I risk again, and then I just took the baggage. I just like was walking towards the exit, and then I've been stopped. Okay, so you've seen so it's on the it's on the carrot baggage reclaim where it's going round. Yeah. So you're like first time, no, I'm not going to take it. No, because the first time once I went there and I noticed that they are watching me. Like exactly waiting for me, just grab the bag because Finnish police, yeah, yeah, it's a, like undercover, yeah, yeah. like airport police. How did you? How did you know it was them? It's too obvious. <laughs> Obviously, you can just looking at you. Yeah, and pretty much all the people took their baggage, and then the last ones, my ones, and I'm seeing it's still standing there, and I understood that like it's not worth it. Just left. So you leave it, leave it there. And leave, yeah, yeah, but then uh, next time we were smarter. They hidden somewhere. <laughs> Just probably watch me through the CCTV. And I was with my girlfriend, by the way. She was into it as well. <laughs> Double pay. Crime club. So basically, we just like, hey, come. Uh, we want to check your bags. Blah blah blah. So we took took my backpack, oh, the luggage. We opened the luggage and it's like just green, just full of cut. And yeah. they asked me, what is it? I said to them, coffee, sort of coffee, natural plant, you should try it. And they like, no, 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 that's not legal. Then we took to the interview room, they start to ask silly questions, blah, blah, blah. All good, then they wrote... Um, wrote for me that I need to turn up next day to the court we're gonna give me a fine and I'm banned from the country 
banned from Finland? Are you still banned from Finland? Yeah, I okay. never banned. For how long? And uh, I don't know. It was for a couple of years, but I didn't pay the fine because the Somali people gave me the money for the for the fine, but I decided to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they? Did they? Did the Somalis? come back and be like try and get that back off you or no 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 they really loved me like really liked me I was like the best worker for them yeah. like the, even the big boss came to meet me yeah uh, like, so let's talk about a bit the, the Somali operation so you met them in a squat yeah um, how organised was their operation it's a big group like they are international like link, like properly purely cat or other stuff as well I don't know. We tried to like sort of. We had conversations with them, like sort of. Maybe we tried to put me on other jobs, like with like more serious stuff. But I was not into it. Tried yeah. to avoid all the conversation because I knew it's. it's you knew that, yeah. The cat is like yeah dependable. You know. But to be fun. honest, they could could play with me because sometimes I didn't check what's in the luggage. Okay. But I suppose if they if they like you and they and, yeah, they, yeah, and they respect they, you and yeah, they respect exactly. the work you're doing, they're probably not likely to fuck you yeah, over like yeah. that. So and so you were talking before I butted in. Then you were talking about how the boss came down. Is like like you met the boss. The yeah, boss, I met yeah. the boss in Malta. He came over because we've been caught in there. Then I was like pretty sad. Oh, sorry, sorry. And he said like, oh, don't worry. I still give you the money. I was like, well, yes, bless. And I was with my girlfriend as well. So then, oh, is you with your girlfriend? Yeah. So they booked me like banging hotel in front of the sea, you know, like with the window sea. And then we like, all of them was like drinking vodka. It's like, yeah, I said like, come around, chill with us. And then we brought the big boys with them. And it's like, yeah, nice to meet you. Let me just try and paint this picture. So it's you, your girlfriend and a load of Somalis. Yeah, drinking yeah. bare vodka, <laughs> no juice, like just straight from bottle. <laughs> That's uh, how many Somalis in the in the hotel? It was like six, probably of them. It was like yeah. fucking because we they were in two cars, yeah. in one car like me, okay, girlfriend, yeah. and ours, and then the other car. I was just thinking because my point of view, I just think that's a really nice tale of international fraternity and uh, and people getting along with different countries. Yeah, so it's kind exactly. of nice. It's kind of nice because like end of the day we didn't do anything really bad yeah like, just smuggling know. a little organic plant yeah, exactly. into different organic countries plant, and started not being a fucked up thing yeah <laughs> so yeah well, I'm, well, I, don't, I don't feel like I've done really no I, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's done anything bad there at all what I'm also wondering is the countries where you're smuggling this cat to who are the people that are taking it is it like do you think it's like just random people is it maybe other Somalis that miss it from home probably like, yeah Somalis who's missing from home because we used to do it back home and we just like yeah. sort of in their culture yeah you know? exactly it's cultural thing, yeah. yeah so yeah that's why and all of them cab drivers so probably it's good for them to keep up you know like stay up all night and <laughs> do the job <laughs> yeah well, well, well you know what well, there's something to be said for if it's all natural and it keeps you up and awake then like why should it be illegal necessarily yeah exactly unless yeah. it's got some bad health effects but I mean I guess you don't know because you're banging loads of other drugs at the time Hawk Shoulder there, a.k.a. Tell him what you want, he gets it. Thanks to him. I'd like to have recorded for a bit longer, but he had some stuff to do and left rather abruptly. I might get him on again to tell us about being banned from Malta and Norway.
Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angelos and Mary podcast. It's a family one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Anyway, uh, here's Dave. Right, fuck it, I've just noticed there's not much battery, so let's fucking do it. Right, uh, Dave, yeah? Dave, fine, yeah. What are we kicking off with, Dave? Basically... Uh, when I was a teenager, I lost my virginity to a hooker in Barcelona. I'm guessing you want to hear how that goes. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Alright, so uh, basically, I was in Barcelona with my mates, quite young, just getting completely shit-faced. And I kind of like, like lost everyone. I was with like everyone just getting fucked and I just like completely lost the crew and I was just like a bit drunk on my own, kind of like wandering the streets. Anyway, this, like, quite attractive uh, woman, probably about 26, I'd say, just uh, kind of comes comes up to me and just grabs my crotch. And, like, she just holds it for a bit and hasn't let go. And then she, and she's, like, 30 euros. And, like, in my drunken state, I was just immediately, like, 20, like, like, like straight away. And then she just carries on walking but she like hasn't let go of my crotch. She's so, leading like, you by the cock. She's she leading me by the cock, and um, I realise I'm like walking into this alleyway. Like everyone's kind of looking at me, and she's just grabbing my cock and just like walking towards a dark alleyway. So anyway, she like brings brings me through, and basically just like pulls my pants down and just like whacks a Johnny on me, kind of like sh- like straight away, and starts sucking me off down this alleyway. I was a bit like, oh, fuck, that, this, this has escalated like, quite quickly. Like, mm. Don't feel like I ever like properly made the moral decision to do this yet. But, yeah, like, or even went through the basics of the details. Yeah, yeah, that. like kind of like, like I, I guess I agreed it was consenting, but I was just like, oh, fuck, like, it, it, it kind of, it, before I knew it, it was just happening. Yeah. Anyway, well, listeners so, will know that I've been there also. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, yeah, also like, uh, like the, the greed of price was like 20 quid, which like was 20 quid for you, right? Do you think that's just like the standard standard price of like a young man <laughs> going through some fuck shit? It would be an interesting. It would be an interesting sociological study to compare the yeah. rates. Do you think in, that's uh, just going weight, like 
God knows. Vulnerable, vulnerable young man on a dark one, like. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe there's an international code. Yeah, yeah. Drunken tit. Yeah. Swimming around. <laughs> so basically, like, that's kind of happening, and that, like, basically leads into sex. And then, um. What kind of sex? We're we talking. Uh. It's an alleyway, she, right? Yeah, yeah. She kind of, like, basically, it was kind of, like, leading the whole thing. It went from head, uh, from head straight kind of into doggy. And then, like, I, I kind of start, and I, like, I, I look behind, and, uh, do you remember, I think it was, was like, I look past and, like, he's with one, but it doesn't look like he's having sex. He's kind of being, like, harassed by one of them. Like, they're, they're kind of just slapping him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, some, something, something's weird's kind of going down there. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, like, that's a bit nuts. Anyway, like, I, f- I finish. Like, I do bus. We're talking, so she actually bent over, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So behind, she kind of guided yeah. me in and showed me... That obviously, like, I don't really know what I'm doing at this stage. I think she kind of knew that. She kind of, like, led the way. Yeah. And then, um, basically, I finish, And I, I think she knew, because she kind of, like, got off and then went went over went over the street to her mates, who were also prostitutes, and, like, kind of giggled and waved at me. And they all, got like, kind of giggled and waved back. And I was like, oh, jokes. Like a fucking weird like pre-teen movie or something, but Fuck just like rags, hookers and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you're, are you thinking? I mean, it's unlikely that she assumed that was your virginity, but are you thinking? I probably, think in your, in your re- state of mind, you're probably thinking, oh, she just she knows and she just told her hooker I, mates. I think she kind of realised like after it happened, like mm. uh, basically anyway. So they're like kind of like giggling and laughing at me, and uh, I, I kind of go to wave back, and then they all just run, and I was like the fuck and then I turn around and then this fucking hench breader who looks like fucking Vin Diesel arms like tree trunks and he's a fucking cop and he's got a fucking gun on his uh, on his uh, gun on his holster and he's just like get on the floor and I was just like what the fuck and he's like get on the floor now in English is it yeah. like get on the floor kind of thing yeah get on the floor like. and he's just like yeah yeah fucking just get on the ground now I was just like oh what the fuck and I'm like He's basically like, get out of your passport. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. I've, I've just got laid and I'm going to go to prison for it. Um, yeah, I was like, this isn't a good look. It's mm. terrible, in fact. Yeah, uh, basically, like, mate, I'm sitting on the floor and he just grabs my passport, stares at it for a while. He's wearing one of those, like, you know, in, like, films, like, the, the hench snipers always wear those, like, down hats. You what, army war films? Um, or? Yeah, like, SWAT, SWAT hats. Like, there was, like, caps down. Okay. Yeah. Um... It's kind of just like staring at my passport and then looks at me for a second. I'm just like frozen headlights. And he just kind of giggles and he's like, all right, you can go. Do you reckon he thought you were their pimp? No. <laughs> Far from it. Well, then why has he gone for you like that? And why is it like, if, he's, if he doesn't think you're they're the pimp, why has he gone for you? And thought I you're... think he knew exactly what the situation was. So he just thought he'd get you down on the floor for I a giggle? I think he was a nervous guy getting laid for the first time by a prostitute. Well, and, um, I mean, that's possible... Yeah, but also you got yourself in, back in those shoes. You're probably thinking like, obviously it's so present in your mind that mm. you've just got laid for the first time. Yeah, but that's not necessarily going to be the first thing in everyone else's mind. Mm. So you, you might be projecting that. But, yeah. but, but but obviously who knows? By the way, he giggled at the end of it though. Yeah. I was like, he's he's having a laugh. Jordan's giggling at your age and thought actually he might be a first timer. Really. Yeah, I like I look quite young. And I yeah. Look, yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah. So what did he just let you go? You just let me off scot free. Not an know. ideal way to lose your V plates, but uh well, yeah. Oh, crime club. Jack Bowman, you naughty boy. 
Alright, uh, I'll do it. I don't, you might not even make the cut, I'll, I'll, I'll say it if you want. Once again, I was on a bit of a dark one. My dad had just kind of been evicted from his council flat. And uh, basically, instead of becoming homeless, he broke into my mum's house when I was there and no one else in the house was. So basically, he kind of like came in, had a mental breakdown, uh, commandeered the house kind of thing. What is I saying? Like, I'm staying here now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this is like, this is my house. You can't leave. Like, da, da, da. And then uh, I rang my mum. I was like, yeah, sorry, like, dad's stolen the house. He's kind of running the house at the moment. And um, so I'm just like, I'm like, all right, dad, like, she's rung the cops. They're, they're coming round. Like, you need to go. There's loads of feds round and they think you've stolen the house. They're going to be fucking in for you. Anyway, like, at the time he was out and, like, completely acting, like, out of his mind. He's like, I'm going to fucking stab the first copper in the face that walks in the house. Da da da. Talking, like, completely crazy. Unreasonable kind of Yeah, bullshit. yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. I start packing my bags and shit. I'm like, this shit's about to go down, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to go, like, whatever. Like, now's your time. Like, da da da. I'm like, fucking hell and then um, basically they come round and he goes from being a complete crazy nutter to just sitting in the chair really calmly and he's like you right, coppers like, and they're like yeah here you go he's like how's your day like being really calm and stuff right. and they're like you need to get out of the house like right now like this is in your house and he whips out a form to say he's been living there uh, for 10 years he hasn't been living there for 10 years but he did have his name on the house 10 years ago yeah and they're completely just like, yeah, we, we can't do anything. He technically owns the house. Yeah. So they just leave. And then so by this point, me, my mum and my sister are now homeless because we can't, the, the house has been taken over by like a nutter, which is my dad. Yeah. And then kind of in this state. Just to, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but just yeah, to put a point of is that am I right in thinking that uh, the relationship between your, your old man and, and, and your mum mm. is such at the point where they, they can't really be in the same room as you. Yeah, 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 like restraining orders. Yeah, yeah. okay, right, yeah. Um, so, basically, when this happens, I'm I'm sofa surfing at my, at my mates, arms at my boy, uh, mum's at her boyfriend's, and uh, my sister's at her girlfriend's house. And uh, I kind of just, like, it's like a couple of days after, I just go out and get, like, fucked, like, for no reason, just go to a pub and just all bare shots and bare booze and just like try and get over the limit for no reason anyway I go to this uh, this night and I'm just going there like get getting more fucked and shit but like I haven't really gone mad yet it's just kind of like chilling and just getting messed up anyway uh, I'm about I'm about to leave and then for no reason I just get really stressed about the whole situation I'm like oh, fuck this like fuck my I dad. guess you kind of delayed that emotion yeah by like I hadn't really like I just let out for no reason like fuck this fuck my dad like fuck everyone kind of thing and I just uh, walk out and dash a pint glass at the window and then uh, oh, the window of what uh, at, the, at the pub yeah like dash it quite hard then go around the corner I'm like why why the fuck did I do that anyway the thing is I would have got like away with it completely but I basically banged one of the barmaids the weekend before that and everyone like saw me leave with her and they were like and everyone's just like, Oh, it's, it's Dave. Like it's fucking like Dave yeah, just going yeah. and like fucking uh done that. So I was like 
so basically I, I, I speak to her on like social media and just like kind of apologise for the whole thing buy her a jumper and say I'm sorry and they're like vibes and she's like yeah just trying that's to that's quite ready. a good apology yeah yeah, yeah. She, she, try she that accept it but um, uh, basically I get a call from her mate because she doesn't want to talk to me and she's like the boss man boss owner wants five grand she's like are, are you going to show up with and I was like who has five grand there's a curve bit of glass yeah, yeah. Like it didn't actually smash. Like it just—it was like quite. It's like a double glazed window, and it bent and cracked. And I was like, like if you said like a reasonable amount of money, I would have come around and said sorry and paid it and that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then basically, I was yeah, five like, grand does seem a bit steep. Yeah. That. So Is basically, I was like, no way. And then he's like, she was kind of with him. He was like in the background, kind of shouting and stuff. And he's like, all right, then he's calling the police. Uh, end of the story. He didn't call call the police, and I got off scot free. Hmm. but that does not necessarily I mean that's, I'm glad that you did but that does not necessarily answer the question of um, the old man in the familial home scenario oh he there? oh he was uh, still there and so I was uh, uh, kind of sofa surfing and like checking up on him but he was still being like pretty crazy like like when I got back he was running out of food and like it was kind of like I kind of felt like bad for him in a way so I would just go and do like food runs for him and shit yeah. like that um, basically it carried on for a while I would like go check up I remember I went and had a, a bath and he and then he sent me a text message when I was in the bath like just give me the keys and everything's going to be okay and it just kind of kept him texting like give me the keys give me the keys so I like I, I grabbed a knife and just like kind of had a bath with a knife just in case, like yeah. I got attacked or something. Well, because he was out at the time, but you knew he was coming Cause, back. Because like he was like he was in quite a he was quite bipolar at the time. Yeah, and like obviously I would never use it on him, but like it like I was just worried about kind of thing, being yeah. like kind of like something fucked up shit might happen, and like when I was in the bath or something. Mm. Um, anyway, I continued to do that. Like went kept on going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So were you seeing him at some points and then not seeing him at some yeah, points? Yeah, yeah, and like it got to a point where like I kind of became it became like normal again yeah and uh, it, it was like kind of oh like we were just chilling kind of like father and son thing but it was like the weirdest circumstances ever basically and uh, kept on doing that and then just one day came back after saying like I rang him up I was like are you ever going to leave and he was like like no never <laughs> and then I was straight like, up just yeah just like no I'm never leaving like and like like the law couldn't touch him or anything so like he literally could do that we'd be home forever I just showed up one day and he wasn't there. Yeah. And I rang him up and I was like, what's the deal? And he's like, I just did it to prove a point. Like, Fuck it up. Don't ever forget me. Right. I kind of, in a way, I understand where he's coming from but at the same time that was really fucked up as well with yeah. that behaviour from him. Yeah. Really, well, confused. I, I'm fucking confused. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling mm. to imagine how you feel as his fucking yeah. son. It's quite hard to describe as a story because the acts are so crazy and random it doesn't almost like make yeah. sense. And also even to sort of describe how you felt at the time would be yeah. beyond comprehension because, well, certainly for me, I've got no language to describe that kind mm. of yeah. scenario. Yeah. Fucking hell. Mm. Dave there with some powerful tales, thanks to him. I didn't play a jingle because I didn't want to cheapen what was actually a rather poignant ending, beautifully told. Uh, Crime Club does not condone smuggling cats or chewing it yourself unless you really need to stay awake and have run out of Red Bull. 
Nor does it recommend losing your virginity to a prostitute in an alleyway, again, unless you've run out of Red Bull. Uh, all jingles are the work of Ed Beaumont, who, by the way, has a band called Plastic, spelt with a K. Check him out on the usual. Uh, email crimeclubpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at crimeclubpod. If, for example, you've ever smuggled anything you shouldn't or shagged someone in exchange for cash, I should add, really, that sex workers are often some of the most vulnerable people in the world and there's no excuse for using them. Next week's episode is an 80s special featuring mild hooliganism, burglary and cottaging. Until then, stay sexy. Crime Club. Great Big Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.